This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. How will the High Seas Treaty protect the oceans? Thanks for asking. On the 4th of March 2023, UN member states agreed a historic treaty that had been over 15 years in the making. The High Seas Treaty is the first ever treaty to protect the world's oceans outside national boundaries. The aim is to meet the 30 by 30 biodiversity target, protecting 30% of the world's oceans by the year 2030. Also known as the Open Sea or International Waters, the high seas begin at the limit of countries' exclusive economic zones. That means up to 370 kilometers or 200 nautical miles from the coastline. They account for 64% of the world's oceans and have been referred to as the last true wilderness, given how much mystery still lies within. Even with all the excellent scientific research in the field, only a fifth of the world's ocean floor has been mapped to date. Why is protecting the oceans so important? Well, to start with, they're home to a lot of biodiversity, containing around 250,000 known species. But that's really just the tip of the iceberg. Researchers estimate that around 90% of all ocean-dwelling species are still unidentified. Furthermore, the oceans can protect us by regulating the world's climate. They're the world's largest carbon sink, as you may remember from our episode on carbon farming. They absorb a third of all CO2 emissions and capture 90% of the excess heat generated. Without the oceans, the climate of planet Earth would change radically. But that doesn't mean greenhouse gas emissions can't be allowed to continue. The ocean has had to take the brunt of human-related global warming, leading to effects like ice melting and rising sea levels. The waters are becoming increasingly acidic as a result, too. All this means a risk of irreversible loss to marine biodiversity. Prior to the High Seas Treaty, the UN's Law of the Sea Convention hadn't been modified since 1982, meaning it was far too out of date to deal with current environmental concerns. The seas are also a vital resource for medical and paramedical research. To take just one example, the first FDA-approved COVID treatment Remdesivir was developed after being found in sea sponges. What measures are expected to come from the treaty? Although the creation of marine protected areas has been agreed, there's still a lot of work to do in determining what level of protection the areas will receive exactly. Nevertheless, we know that shipping lanes and commercial activities like deep sea mining or fishing will be restricted. Any new activities will be subject to environmental assessments, so the potential damage can be evaluated before approval is granted. There's also a pledge to share marine genetic resources more evenly. 
The next steps are for the treaty to be formally adopted and then ratified by UN member countries in order for it to come into effect. There you have it. Now you know how the High Seas Treaty will protect the oceans. In under three minutes, we answer your questions and help you understand the true meaning behind the trends, concepts and acronyms that are making headlines. Listen along and you will really know for sure.